right welcome back to the show guys my name's ty we're here with the uh the secondary show total disclosure uh and no i don't have a camera today which is definitely throwing me off a little bit i usually uh like to be on camera but uh it's just it's we're trying out this uh new wi-fi with verizon um and i don't know if i'm liking it but we did uh you know we're waiting to renew the contract with the other company until we try this one so um, I have to suck it up for the month. Thank you, though, um, for for bearing with me through this month while I try to do something else. Uh, it's always been a passion of mine. Uh, and, and reaching out to people in this new community has been kind of difficult, but also like easy at the same time. And speaking of which, today I'm joined by uh, someone from the UK. Because the UK, by the way, what's up with the UK and this phenomenon? Because there's like a correlation between it, like in the sense of people love it there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thanks for having me on, by the way. Yeah, yeah, Greg um, from uh, Pursuit of Paranormal Podcast. Thank you. Correct. Um, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, no problem. Uh, and like I said, Ash, Ash will be on soon. Um, and he's the main UFO guy out of both of us. But yeah, in the UK, there's a massive interest because we've got quite a history um, of UFOs. And we've got our own like UK Roswell in uh, Rendlesham Forest. Yeah, so, the Rendlesham Forest is like, yeah. that's like one of my favorite cases because there's so much to it and there's so yeah. much hard data, right? Yes. And, yeah. and that's the best part of like a story is when you can nail it to it, right? Like when you 100%. can just document and, and, and the, the recordings and then, oh, it's just amazing, right? Yeah, those recordings for me, when I first heard about Rendlesham all those years ago, um, it's they're so creepy, so right. creepy. When they're talking about, they're going into the words, and you can hear the Geiger counters go in, and wow. Yeah, no, and I I definitely agree, and and you know the the whole there's like a whole skeptic thing about like oh it's just uh, the lighthouse coming around, and those guys are like that's what pisses me off about people in the in uh the skeptic like side of this whole thing is because some of their conclusions or their reasoning debunkings are more far-fetched than the actual, like, tr like, you know, the yeah. actual uh, uh, forthcoming story, because for a person who's entrusted with guarding our nation's literal most dangerous and, and, you know, just secretive weapons mm -hmm. for them to misidentify a flying craft for a lighthouse uh, uh, light that f circles around every, you know, whatever, I don't know how fast it goes, but um, for them to mistake that and, and then, you know, take it all these years and, and swear by it. Uh, I just, I find that so, so disrespectful. Yeah. I mean, it is an insult to intelligence. Um, the fact that, these people are trained and they're trained on the a, an RF base. They're on an RF base. I live right next to the UK's largest um, RAF base at the moment. So Bryce Norton, where right, a lot right. of the troops going out. So I can I can see the the um, runway from my house. Okay. Um, and I I know what's up in the sky, if it's a plane yeah. or if it's uh, one of the lights from the base because it's all lit up. Mm -hmm. And I th even me, uneducated me, would know if it was something that probably wasn't a plane or wasn't a normal light mm -hmm. that I would been seeing every day for the last few years. I think I live. We get that, but in Boston, I live right. You know, right. Uh, Logan Airport is planes go out over my house all day, 
And then I grew up next to an Air Force base, so I'm very familiar with, you know, what things look like. And then I also use the apps. Like, if something... I want to be able to know if it's a satellite or a plane or if it's, if it's, if it's transmitting, then we can rule those things out. And we, and we yeah. know that it's not those, right. Yeah. A big common, common miss sighting these days is the Starlink satellite. <laughs> Don't get me started on like Starlink. <laughs> Starlink is Starlink has caused so many, you know, false sightings that it's, yeah. it's, it's becoming, and then, and then obviously you have the hoaxers right today. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that. Obviously, I sent it to you and everything, but mm-hmm. you know, we were gonna go live earlier, but you know, there there was just something in me that was like, this is stupid. Um, and I guess it's just the first time that I've really been involved with the community, and someone tried to pull this, uh, where I kind of bit into it a little bit. I didn't believe that he was telling the truth, but I, <laughs> it's like when you drive on the highway and you see a car wreck, you can't help but watch. Right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then it, just like we said, it turned out to be some marketing thing for NFTs and cartoons. Oh, was it? So we yeah. were talking about it and we was, we, I said it might be a promotion for a new chocolate bar or something like that. Yeah. But yes. I'm, I'm just on notes, there now. Yeah. Even yeah. in my notes for the show, which I wrote on Wednesday, mind you, um, <laughs> where, you know, is this just an elaborate marketing scheme? And it was. It truly was. Um but aside from that, uh, Greg, you know, uh, maybe before we get into today's topic, which is going to be, so NASA debuted uh, a new UAP study, uh, mm-hmm. which is, you know, just goes to show you that without, you know, uh, t- leave all the, the, the baggage behind, there is this like growing transparency among, you know, the three-letter, uh, um, three-letter, agencies uh and the government and nasa at least to heed the call of the citizens to look more into this there is becoming it is becoming a little bit more socially normal to talk about which is a good step in the right it's a step in the right direction nonetheless you know congress still isn't asking the right correct questions but that's that's a whole different story um so this new report came out uh before we get into that uh, how did you get into all this so i i used to um i used to be into the paranormal when i was a lot younger um and i grew up i'm a i don't know how old you are but i'm 45 so in the 80s there was only sort of one real program on with paranormal stuff and ufo stuff and that was arthur c Clarke's world of strange mysteries so i used to watch that and they used to frighten the life out of me about poltergeists and and whatnot and then like the X-Files came on and that started. But I always had a bit of an interest in UFOs because you watch films like Close Encounters and E.T. and, and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, what what is up there? You look up and there's loads of stars. And then I sort of dipped off for a while. And then the last few years and with lockdown happening, there's all these programs coming on about Skinwalker Ranch, all those kind of um programs that are starting to sort of break through um and basically lockdown happened in the uk as it did everywhere and me and ash were friends um on an admin group on facebook okay um hadn't really chatted before ash put up that he'd got this new ufo um identified website so i i messaged him and said oh that's cool i i'm into the paranormal do you fancy doing a podcast Two weeks later, 
end of December, well, beginning of December 2020, we launched our, po- our podcast, and, and ever since then, we've just That's been so funny. balls deep in everything. That's everything so weird. funny because, mm. because when I first started my show, anyone who knows, like, my old show – and or or my not my old show but my first the main show that this count right so that one um you know we started two years ago we actually this month uh uh 9 12 is our anniversary so oh, okay. yeah so we just had that our second year uh anniversary and um that we had a similar thing i i had my buddy um he lived you know next in the same vicinity as i did so we did the show together in the same room um and, you know, he, I, I asked him, I said, you want to do the show? You know, I had this idea and he thought I was just bullshitting. And so he said, yes. <laughs> and then two weeks later I had all the equipment. I was like, all right, so come over and we're going to do the show about movies. And uh, we did it. And then we have been balls deep ever since, like you said. Uh, the funniest now- thing is though, funniest thing is though, that um, I've only met Ash in person once. Ash lives at the other end of the country. He's about four hour drive away from me. So we, we've done all this. We've literally meeting once last year. So for the first year and a half of doing the podcast, we'd never physically met. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, so. I mean, you know, that's how things are nowadays, though. Mm. Um, you know, like, you know, with this, co- with, the, with the UFO co-host that I'm looking for, um, it's most likely not going to be someone who's in person, right? And, yeah. you know, I, I have chemistry things. Like, I'm going to do shows with multiple people and, you know, see who fits the best uh because i definitely don't want to do it alone right but i i I can if i need to because i i know how to talk but um and and everyone loves to hear me talk uh but uh just kidding but anyway we got uh we got our other guy here i think he's getting ready so we'll uh let him do that Um, figure out how to get on can you hear me yeah hey i don't got my microphone or anything hooked up so i can't see you guys but it's all good. Hey, Ash. I'm Love Pop Tart, Jordan. Hey, Jordan. What's going on, brother? I oh, like the the I like that background of spray paint. Bro, I appreciate. It. I got my whole room spray painted, and I actually got a bunch of the foam panels, you know, for like the studio that I did have on there till like just a few minutes ago, but um, I didn't put them on there right, so I just kind of like got fucking redo it. You know what I mean? But. I'm setting this room up as my studio, though, so, like, for my YouTube studio, you know what I mean? Cool. Uh, Ash, what's going on? So, you're in the UK as well? Yes, I'm in Manchester, the north of the oh. country. Ah, and you have, uh, Greg has said that you have one of the biggest UK databases on UFOs. Yeah, we have the now, biggest current day UK. All right, so, so ta- before we get, like I said, before we dive into today, so what does that mean specifically? So... There's like so many different places that you can report UFOs to. There's MUFON, there's New Fork, there's Befora, there's us. There's all these little UFO groups around the country. And all the information sort of decimated everywhere. So I thought, why don't we just put it all in one place? So I collect all the information from all these different places. So you want to have a lot, you can see everything at once. Rather than only seeing one bit of database or another bit of database, you can see right. all of it at the same time, which is just that's. Better. Yeah, and anytime you can have a, you know, one-stop shop, yeah, that's what's going to work the best, and that's what people are going to flock to, um, and that's you know, it's it's uh, something to be very proud of, of course. Um, I would definitely <laughs> love to, you know, one day talk to you directly about like all the, you know, not all the information, but t- 
talk, dive a little bit more deep into that aspect of it. But today, going to kind of stick around the, uh, you know, so we've, we've known that a lot of astronauts have reported uh, UFOs over the years. Uh, we know Gordon Cooper, uh, Buzz Aldrin. Many, many astronauts, though, have, have, have seen UFOs. And, and now that, you know, uh, NASA is releasing a study or released a study on UFOs, uh, which I have here. Um, I mean, have you guys read it, uh, most of you? No. So that's what I was going to ask you. Um, I didn't see um, the actual study yet. All I saw was... Um, I guess Did you read the article about it? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I just have this article. Okay, okay. Um, I, 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 didn't, I didn't read the out. study either. I don't think they've put anything out yet. I think they're no. starting right now, like in the yes. fall. Right, well, okay. Releasing yeah. how, you know, the fucking Pentagon did with releasing the fucking bullshit videos and shit. Yeah. What were you mean bullshit videos? Yeah, well, I mean... Are you talking yeah. about the, the, the three declassified videos? Yeah, they're good videos, you know what I mean? But most likely they're not ET, most likely they're man-made. So, I mean, they're good videos, good quality, the best... Quality, well, I, I don't, and I, I like that you like uh, immediately got into like a, 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 yeah. a debate topic here. Well, it's but like you can tell. Listen, like... regardless of if, whether it's man-made UFO, right, reverse engineered, that's yeah. the key point there, or an extraterrestrial UFO, that doesn't matter to the public because the implication, if it's one, then the other's real too, right? So- as far as disclosure goes and, and worldwide disclosure, either would make our point, and I think that's where I'm headed, right? I just want the fucking point to be made, um, yeah. and I want people to know that this stuff's out there. Then yeah. we can go – then they can scratch the surface, and they can do their own research yeah. about what's I, I behind the curtain. I try to keep it as simple as possible too, bro. I'm trying, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, it obviously – the subject gets really, really, really deep, and you can go deep into it into like – you know what I'm saying? But – um, the general public, you're right, has no idea, bro. I had no idea that UFOs were real at all until the government said so in 2020. That's when all my fucking study and research began. Before that, I was fucking clueless. I thought that we were 100% alone in the universe. I thought, I thought maybe, I thought, I didn't think that we were consciously, but I believed because I, that's what I was told as. So we have zero evidence, zero evidence. And even like the NASA thing, even they still say, um, that there's zero evidence that these UAPs are of extraterrestrial origin. Um, Bill Nelson, he's a really good guy. He, um, he seems like a cool dude. Um, you know, he hints around at the fact that it, they most likely are. But, um, you know, it, it, it's obvious that not all UFOs are ET, but a large majority of them are. I mean, wherever they're Yeah, I, I, go, I, I get where you're going. You know, they're not human, non-human intelligence. Yeah, so that's that's the that's the discerning point. The uh, government I, just wants to sweep that under the rug, and they want to keep it a mystery for as long as possible. Because as long as it's a mystery, then it can potentially be a threat because they don't know. But UFO yeah, well, itself is fucking a part of the cover-up. You know, unidentified. They've been identified since fucking the 20, 1920s or whatever. When they yeah, well, the government, the unknown part, like the government is going to always label it a threat because you don't get money from an yeah, asset. That's their job. And that's why yeah, you, you don't, don't get, you don't get funding here. unless yeah, you will not get public funding unless there's some sort of, uh, you know, thing, some sort of threat around, you exactly. know, why they need it. But, yeah, um, sure. 
I'd be interested to hear from Greg and Ash about, you know, what do you think about NASA? Um, you know, because NASA's long, you know, been a little bit behind on this subject and this, this, you know, it's kind of been, I think that's telling in itself, um, what, you know, that they, that they haven't been too forthcoming. Do you guys think NASA knows more than they let on? I think they have to know more than what they let on just because they're the ones that are up there. I mean, right. they're the ones that have got all the equipment. They get a lot of the data first before anybody else. But I think the key thing to point out about this study is it's only got a very small budget. It's only something like $100,000 budget, which is actually not much at all. I mean, that's only the salary of a couple of scientists, really. Really? Right. So the exactly. hope is that this sort of beginning study opens the door to more funding, like you say, and more studies because 100000 is just nothing. Like they spend billions elsewhere on pretty much admin, and they've only given 100000 to this study. So it's, like I say, it's a couple of salaries for a couple of scientists. That's all it is. And they're going to be looking at past data. But if they can then say, oh, there is something here to further study, then that's when the more money might come in and then the bigger studies a bit further, further down the line, really. Right. So this is obviously just going to be a preliminary data or preliminary yeah. study. Um, like they've, like the other guys said before, this wasn't actually the study. I'm sorry. I keep referring, referred to that, referring to it like that, but uh, I meant just the article about um, what yeah. I like about this is the, the fact that it is a step forward. Um, you think about it 10 years ago, if we were having this discussion, this would be uh, UFO community breaking news for the next year and a half. Right. Yeah, that sure. NASA even said the word, you know, UFO and study in one sense. So I think, you know, this is such a cool time to be um, amongst, uh, you know, our peers and, you know, these people who potentially made it possible. Um, and it all did start with, you know, uh, it started with a few individuals who, who just, you know, didn't want to. Uh, let this thing go, right? And because uh, I, I, I don't know if you guys were in the community or how long you've been in the community, like watching, but this this resurgence that it's had ever since that Times article broke um, is is just amazing. And so much so much stuff has happened in just the last five years alone. Yeah, I was going to sure. say that. I was going to say that before that Times article, the old Times article. I don't think even the day before. If you had fast-forwarded five years, you wouldn't have imagined that, like you just said, NASA yeah, would be talking yeah. about UFO studies. The fact that we're all on this, on YouTube, talking about it, and everybody's uh, sort of of the same opinion. It's, there is a whole community out there It's acceptable, socially acceptable now to talk about UFOs in the workplace without fear of what used to be like. <laughs> or blackballing, like, you know, people lost their jobs. And, um, you know, I give, I, 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 Lord knows I have my, my, on the surface, I have a lot of, I have my problems with Stephen Greer and, and his approach to things. Uh, but, you know, one thing is, is like, he, he was, he's a, one of the, the forefathers of this whole movement, you know, with the, the National Press Club in 2001. You know, unfortunately, 9 11 happened and it kind of overshadowed everything. Um, but I really think that, you know, that that was a, a, a pivotal point. And, you know, he's he's done good things. He's done a lot of people have done. Uh, I think it needed all these dominoes needed to fall. And, and I'm so happy that they did. And they led us to this place where, yes, now we can 
freely, openly have a conversation about, are we alone in the universe? Have we ever not been alone? Have these things been here a long time before us? And we're only now starting to be able to perceive them, you know, um, what, cause if you, the thing, the, what I love most about it is if one, even one of these fucking things is true, then all of them might be. And that leads us down this whole cool, magical path that like makes life a little bit more interesting. And who doesn't want that? I mean, I mean, the paths we go down are just absolutely insane. Like even from coming from like a paranormal background and interest, the things that I've been open-minded to is just increased a hundredfold because you go down one path and there's just so many different paths come off that path. And then you go deeper and deeper, there's more and more paths. It's just like, where does it end? It's just things that I, even with a very open mind I had anyway, some of the things that I consider now, you asked me three or four years ago, I'd have been like, the hell are you talking about? That's, but then now I'm like, oh, actually, why why not? Why why couldn't that be true? Because it's it's just as as like like as likely as any other of the other theories, because yeah. like, you don't know what it, it is. Know. And once you get one of them, then that's it, the floodgates open, then it's just mm-hmm. crazy. So actually I do have a question for you guys. And this one's, you know, each of you can answer it uh your own way. So um these are some things that I wanted to do in the Wednesday show, which I didn't get to do because of work, but um, so different shape UFOs, are they different, you know, much like us uh, as humans um, or, you know, as human brands, you know, there's different models of one or, you know, is it, is it different models of one or two species entities or is it, uh, you know, kind of like each shape represents one species, that kind of deal. Was that, what, what's your opinion on that? because there are a lot of shapes and the shapes do they they are like you know what you know i was talking to cheryl costa and uh, i asked her after the show which i wish i asked her on record was uh, you know regionally do we see more craft of of one type in regionally and there is some data to correlate that so like orbs are really really common on the east coast whereas you know, uh, triangles and um, Tic Tacs or cigar shape is uh, common on the West Coast of the United States. Like there is commonalities to it, but not enough yet where we could suggest it. Cool. So I know over the over the years and over the decades, when you look at the early sightings of UFOs or modern day sort of early sightings, like around Roswell times, you they they do and are slightly different shapes to what they are now. When you've got the Tic Tac, for example, that's, that's like the new flying saucer is the Tic Tac. Yeah, everybody, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows Agreed. what a Tic Tac is now. Agreed. Um, but then I think you have to think is who or what are they? Because you've got like a nuts and bolts UFO. And is the Tic Tac, for example, is that an intelligent uh, consciousness or whatever of its own so the fact that it might not be a nuts and bolts craft with something inside of it it might actually be the thing itself well, that, well that's that, another yeah, way to look at it. that's another thing so are these just so you you'd have to assume that you know these these aren't the mothership like this isn't this thing you know, or at least that's my opinion. Some of these things must be drones or or unmanned vehicle of you know extraterrestrial origin. They're just or you know or they're 
craft that leave the mothership and then go rover through, you know, the atmosphere and then down into Earth. And then those are the ones that explore rather than bringing a mile long ship down to the ground. And uh, that's that's at least my point of view with some of them. Uh, but then you have interdimensional that could literally just, you know, be here and then gone. Um, that's a whole different story. And I think we're dealing with a lot of different things uh, rather than just one. Correct. I mean, interdimensional, I'll let Ash say, but interdimensional beings and whatnot, that, that's something that our podcast has seen and we've talked about through cryptids, through the paranormal, through to UFOs and UAPs. It's one recurring theme that comes up. Is this interdimensional being type or sentient or, or whatever. The fact that they can appear and disappear at will, we can't see them and then all of a sudden we can see them. They're either vibrating at a different frequency to us, yep. or they're just they're here all the time, but we just can't see them. And that dimension changes, boom, they're here. Right. And that's what we see when they like kind of blip into our reality and then they kind yep. of fold in on each. You know, you hear in a lot of accounts that the ship kind of folds in on itself and just is gone right mm -hmm. um that could be it leaving our dimension and and we are no longer able to perceive it at that point right so there are so many like different and and again and i i i i, I asked all those things because I, it circles back to if the implication is that one thing one part of this whole mystery is true then that leaves the door open for everything um and 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 all of a sudden we go through this paradigm change where all paranormal all otherworldly becomes reality and like you know what i mean all of a sudden we're living in fucking stranger things like it, you know it's it could happen it's so on the we're on the verge of it um you know i, I it's it's really fun for me to think and then like energy beings um and and uh there was the nas it wasn't the nasa astronauts i think it was uh, Russian astronauts, the cosmonauts that saw beings outside of their uh, um, vessel and they were energy beings that looked like giant humans, but like almost angelic. And they said that there was like uh, they were flying in formation outside the craft, but they were the beings, the, the beings were the ones that were flying, not, not a craft, right? It was the being was alive and that's the craft and the being in all in one. Um, and it gave them a sense of overwhelming um, uh, comfort instead of you'd think you're in space and you see this thing, right? You'd be freaking the fuck out, but no, they have the opposite and they feel at peace. So, you know, could we have been mistaking those for angels? Uh, is that something that's, you know, uh, that could be possible? Are these the things that people see during C5? right? C5, oftentimes you see these light beings that bend behind people. Um, you know, could there, I, I know Lil, can I call you Jordan? I don't like saying Lil Pop-Tart. Bro, you can call me whatever you want, man. My real name I don't, is Jordan. I, Lil Pop-Tart's just my stage name, you know what I'm saying? So, okay. I mean, whatever whatever so, you're cool with, man. So, yeah, so Jordan, you 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 perform the C5 kind of, sim yeah. a similar protocol, right? Not yeah. exactly... Yeah, I actually, um, so I actually went into this whole, this whole shit as a skeptic. And um, I told you I started studying UFOs in general at, during the pandemic, um, beginning of 2020. So Greer's movie, I didn't even know who Stephen Greer was until his movie, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, came out. 
and I saw another UFO documentary. I was like, cool, you know, like, so I watched it and it's about making contact and I was just mind blown. And I thought, okay, either A, it's real or B, it's fucking not real. And he's just a scammer or whatever. So, but I thought, you know, I looked a little bit online, couldn't find much about him. Um, but I thought, you know, the only way I'll know for sure is, you know, this shit just came out. This documentary just came out and he's saying that this is the first time that it's been out. And I believed it. And um, so I'm like, okay, this sounds pretty, sounds pretty legit. Um, you know, obviously ETs, if anything's more advanced than us, they're going to have better technology than us. They're, and what is better than having fucking like a cell phone is obviously Neuralink. The next thing is having consciousness-based technology. So obviously they would have some sort of conscious-based technology. They won't be hacking our iPhones. They could hack our brains if that's, you know what I'm saying, theoretically. But it took me seven months, bro, after the movie came out of doing it every single day, meditating for 30 minutes, hour, whatever, meditating as long as I could. And then I go outside, didn't see fucking shit for seven months. So those whole seven months, that's, I thought, well, Hold on. That's going to be disheartening, though. It was. It was, bro. I thought he was a fake. I thought the whole UFO subject was fucking like, I thought, man, it's probably just another fucking conspiracy theory because, you know, I, I hated conspiracy theories because I, I found out when I was a kid that fucking like, you know, Bigfoot's not real and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like fucking hated that shit. Dude, we even found out fucking Santa Claus wasn't real. And why, yeah. like, what? like <laughs> even our even our parents have lied to us for 10 years. It's like, but what the fuck? Five is real as fuck, bro. And it's not metaphysical. It's not in your head. You're not fucking on drugs. You, I do it in my own backyard. I've never met Stephen Greer in person. I go by myself outside. My three-year-old son, it's so easy. My three-year-old son did it twice. And so you literally just go outside. And this is what I do. Like, you know, you can watch his protocols, which is good. He gives you the set list of like how to do it somewhat. And, but it's really all about yourself. It's your own spirituality and shit. And honestly, bro, I haven't even had contact since December. I have not had one contact since December of this year, just because my chakra or mental health, whatever has been off. And I haven't been given it much effort at all. And you're supposed to be spiritual and shit like that, but I'm not I'm materialistic. So whenever I started though, whenever I started um, having success, um, June 1st is like May 31st, the night of. I had my first sighting and it was because I said someone on Instagram just said, uh, bro, just stop overthinking it. Just go out there and say, fuck it. And just try it. So I did. And I always say that I just raw dog it now. Like I don't fucking meditate. I just go out there and just straight give them my fucking address, bro. I swear <laughs> to God, that's all you have to do. Literally go out there and give them your address telepathically. And if they fuck with you for whatever reason, you're in a good mood, you're a good person, yada, yada, they will show up physically in the sky and however much you fucking ask him, I asked, whenever I started doing that, I had my first sign. I'm like, okay, bet, let's go. And I kept doing it every night. And I was having 20 to 30 sightings each fucking night for about a week or two. And um, most of them, though, I'd say fucking 98% are orbs. They're not going to be a physical craft most of the time just because it's so fucking, like, overwhelming. If somebody else saw, even me seeing, I've only seen a physical craft twice. And it was that triangle that I told you about. There was like honeycomb. It's, yeah. Red honeycomb breathing went right over my head. And then whenever my three-year-old son made his big contact in the middle of the day and made an actual silver disc appear. And that was my big thing, bro, is I personally wanted to know if fucking silver discs, specifically the silver saucers, were real or not. And they fucking are. And I saw it right above my house, literally like fucking could have landed on my house if it dropped down 10 fucking 20 feet. Wow. One piece of metal too, bro. It literally is like how they fucking describe it. It's nothing like the pictures 
that we see of the fucking Calvine. Calvine looks man made as fuck. Calvine, it's, well, in my, it's, it's cool. I'm sorry. It's a good no, no, it's, no, it's, no. It's cool. I'm, I'm actually. Now I want to talk about that for a minute. Yeah, go ahead. Because the Calvine UFO is so. You know, we were told this in the community. We were told that the Calvine UFO was the smoking gun, you know, picture. Yeah, I mean, for it, years. It's good evidence. For years. No, it's not. I mean, Mick, it's something. Mick, it's... Mick West, which I, you know, respectfully, I, I, I dislike. I don't care for the I dislike Miss West, Mick West so much, but he had yeah. a field day with that. He goes, "That's a rock." <laughs> He debunked. Well, he think it's him, the wrong profession to like debunk those. UFOs are real, so him picking UFOs I to understand. like fucking no, and, like, and again, <laughs> again, I'm He'll saying obviously have some cases that he can debunk. But I'm but I'm saying in California, I don't know. Yeah, but but I'm but I'm saying like that guy put so much dis. You know, he put so much uh, of plausible deniability into people's heads that all they saw was either a rock or other people saw the ufo and then there was discourse like it wasn't the smoking gun it was promised to be and you know it was just another picture of a ufo that we can't use aside from in a collectively a collective way so you know as great as it was you know it was a little bit uh disappointing yeah, it's good work of the guy to actually get the photo after 30 yeah yeah the best part and by the the way i want to uh, a shout out to whoever did the recreation photo because they got so on. much it was, it detail like, yeah. right we could, live, we could have lived with the fucking with the fake one picture <laughs> that's but how good it was the thing is bro they wanted a picture of a physical UFO all these nuts and bolts UFO people they want nuts and bolts fucking a picture of a fucking silver disc on a platter like whenever I saw the silver disc it was for literally three or four like five seconds bro I swear to god as soon as I lifted up this iPad to fucking record it, it knew in my it, it read my brain, obviously. It knew that I was about to record and it fucking shapeshifted in front of my eyeballs. I shit you not. What does it, it look like when it shapeshifts? You don't see it. You see it as one object and then the next I didn't see it shrink. It didn't like I didn't see it physically shrink. Maybe for one split second I fucking looked at it was that fast, bro. It literally at the speed of thought. And so it was a solid object like my fucking car. It was like my car was floating above my house, but except it's a silver disc, one piece of metal. And literally like how the Zimbabwe kids described it looked like um, their UFO looked like water, the sun reflecting off water. Yeah. As it, as it hovered above my house, it started to fucking move over to the right just a little bit. And then the sun fucking glared off the side of it for a second. And it literally did look like that. It was just that beautiful. No windows, nothing. But yeah, it went into it fucking shapeshifted, became an orb in less than fucking a, a split second like that, became the orb and it was literally like less than one tenth of its original size. And that's why I'm saying it can, they shapeshift, they go back and forth. They can be a physical craft or an orb, physical craft orb, they go back and forth. But most of the time they were, they're going to be an orb because if anyone sees a physical craft, they're going to shit their pants and be like, oh fuck, it's fucking aliens. And then, <laughs> and that's just, that's just like, common sense and they i'm sure they're like that on other planets that they help evolve you know we're not we're not the only life form there is and you know there's life all over other dimensions you know ufos from other dimensions other fucking planets yada yada wherever they're from but the thing is that they're visiting here fucking 
all the time and CD5 is real and it's that easy. And um, yeah, that's that. And they're, they're peaceful, you know, that's all I know. So do you guys think that, because obviously like we have to be realistic here, right? Uh, and this is on a, on a human level. We have to be realistic that even, even myself, sometimes I get a little scared about the, the thought that like this is true, that there is something that could potentially, if it were to be hostile, which again, again, I do not like, I want to preface this. I do not believe they are. If they were, we wouldn't, we wouldn't even be able to have the conversation. We'd that we're having right now. now. We would have been a long time. Ago. You know, yeah, we would have been gone, and and then if they do decide that we are to go, we won't even feel it because they'll, they'll hit us. They'll hit us. Possibility is that we're yeah. like, threat to ourselves so bad that we're either going to blow ourselves up or they're just going to have or that we're because we're not just a threat to ourselves. We're bringing weapons into space now. We're a threat to these other dimensions using nuclear weapons. We're a threat to other life. So there, if we don't fucking evolve and get our shit together, we're either going to A, blow ourselves up, which is, that's why every ET that develops to that high of evolution has to be peaceful. Otherwise, they would blow themselves up before they fucking, you know. So I like your, I like your thought process on that because you mix in a lot of these. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm legit. Mix- I'm, I'm honest as fuck. Like, I mean. Yeah. Um, have, you, have, you, have you seen Nope? Seen yeah, nope. which I yeah, like. I did, bro. I fucking no, I it the way he does the UFO in that, I think, was. I didn't amazing. like it. I, am, I, am I, didn't, I actually I loved didn't, it. I didn't like it. I honestly, honest to God, I think I would have rathered um, a craft that, that, yeah, it could have shape shifted, like all that. I, I haven't seen it yet. But no. But this is like in the marketing. That you see the shape shift in the marketing. It it yeah. goes from like a circular craft to like something else. They always put a little bit of real information with the disinformation. That's how it's always been. So Yeah. Uh, but I would have rathered it shape shift into like, you know, something else that's and known or- within the community, right? Because yeah. that would have been cool, like and we would have all been able to relate to it. He did something different, which you can't knock him. Because again, if if so, even one of these things is true, then uh, it's all fucking true. So he could be hitting the nail on the head. We don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Parts are similar. I don't want to give away. I, if no way, but well, I love that similar, movie. So. I gave it. I gave it. A, uh, I I got to review it early, um, and uh, I gave it. I, I gave it. A, uh, what did I give it? An eight point five. Eight point seven. I can't remember. Elvis movie is the best movie, bro. I'm just. What do you guys think the best alien movie is? Like, you know, maybe let's not go alien, like that series. But what do you think is the best, like, alien um, style film? Alien, you know, uh, invasion or, or, you know, that. Mine is Arrival because I think that's something similar to what would ha- what, what's really going on. Close and I think, for me. Yeah. Well, that's like basically a documentary about that. <laughs> yeah, I think Arrival for me as well. Yeah, think, yeah, because fascinating. I, I think the best part of Arrival is because you know we're quick in in human civilization or humans as a whole. We're quick to think it's a threat, and 
what happens when these things show up? People immediately panic and they they get they they go for the trigger when in reality at the end of the day these things were here to help us and we just we all we needed to do was take the time to hear what they needed to say yeah. that's it that's the first and tapes yeah and and listen tell that's me another one tell me tell me we're not in that same position right now all we need to do is be patient enough and understanding enough to hear what they have to say. And well, we, then, can't, we can't listen to each other, so that's just never... No, very true. Yeah, but someone's going to have to step up and, and, you know, whether it's us as a community and we elect our own officials to talk to them, you know, and, and bypass the government in general, because let's face it, you know, I don't think they, they need the government's uh, permission. Right. These 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 beings, uh, if they're here, they're here. And the government doesn't want to uh, let that secret out because they don't want to admit that a they're inferior to something and b they cannot keep our keep keep us safe anymore. Right. Like that 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 admittance totally severs that contract that's made between civilian and uh, uh, government. Those are the things that we need from them. And then they ask us for our loyalty. Without those, there's no loyalty. I think the scary thing is. So if the aliens show up, I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry. I'm on a rant here. No, you if carry the, on. If, if the aliens drop down and they're like, listen, your governments have nuclear weapons. They need to go. Anyone who supports that, we have an issue with. I promise you, people are going to side with the aliens and be like, because they become the more that now they, you know, they've given us our own chance, and now they're like, we are not going to let you kill yourselves, and we're because that would have, you know, nuclear, uh, our our planet exploding would have repercussions. This episode is brought to you by TubeBuddy. Use our code and sign up for TubeBuddy to start utilizing their amazing tools. Let TubeBuddy do the work for you. That's www.tubebuddy.com slash P-O-P pop. That's TubeBuddy.com slash P-O-P pop. Guys, TubeBuddy, I've been using it for some time. It helps you with analytics, video ideas, title suggestions, tag results, and it helps you get your videos, your podcasts, and your content out to a wider or broader, more selective audience. It's kind of what I use to make sure that I'm dotting my I's and crossing my T's when it comes to video production. Guys, I can't say it enough. Sign up for TubeBuddy. It's a no-brainer at such a low cost per month. Less than a cup of coffee each month. You can be getting help with the SEO and analytical side of your content. All right, guys. Get to Buddy now. Russians throughout the whole universe. You know, that, that would... That would send shock. You know, how many asteroids would that asteroids would that push back on the belt? You know, um, like with the, the, then the inter the alternate realities. We don't know if we're affecting them when we detonate. Oops. 
so there's so much that we might not even know we're doing. Um, I don't, I don't know. That that's that's just me. I hope, like God forbid, there is a nuclear war. I hope that's when they show up and really like make themselves known and just they they take them all out of the sky and then they need they drop down and they say we need to have a talk. Yeah. <laughs> we need to we need to have a fucking talk right now. I don't know. And that's it, right? So, um, I mean, what do you guys what do you guys think? Well. Uh, so just going back a little bit, I th- where we're talking about the government, that, so that what would be more scary, the fact that the government say we don't know what these are, or the fact that they go, well, actually, we do know what they are, and there's nothing we can do about it. So I, I don't, to my, it's, it's to like cyclones, I think, uh, I'm don't... sorry, I'm sorry, no, 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 continue. So it's like, um, there's, there's a, I can't remember who said it, and they said, um, what's more scary, the fact that we might be alone, or that we're not alone, or we are alone. There's oh, I know that. I know. Both are scary. Is it Carl yeah. Sagan? No, that was not. That? It was not Carl Sagan. It was. Um, so Arthur C. Uh, Clarke, maybe. No, it was someone else. But someone like that. It, it's a great quote because, honestly, it is scary to think that either answer is pretty fucking haunting in itself, but. Yeah. I would rather the 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 universe be teeming with li- with life than to know that we are the only thing out there. Because sadly, if we're the greatest thing out there, I feel bad for the the universe because we clearly can't get over. Like there's a war going on right now, and look, Kaviv. Uh, I I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce it as well. Is it is it Kaviv? The city. Kiev. 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 Yeah. Kiev. 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 Yep. Just had that 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 science uh, science report come out saying that they have uh they they've been naming um and branding uh or or or, or cataloging various types of UFOs over uh over uh Kiev over the Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. So um, do you think that that's do you think maybe the sightings have gone down? Uh, in the United States, uh, in in other places, because they are over there, you know, paying close attention, because clearly uh, Putin is a risk. I think it's just more. I feel like they know when the nuclear. That's what it is. I feel like they know when the nuclear um, doomsday is getting close. I think we'll get an answer as to whether or not they're. Here By the way, uh, uh, I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so, <laughs> I, I am, I am, I. This is the first time I've ever had a panel for like a UFO show. <laughs> so I'm so sorry. This is not. I usually I just lead it and uh, let you guys talk, but it's I haven't been able to get these things off my chest. Uh, <laughs> Sam Williams, thank you for the 199 super chat, uh, and he says thank you for talking about this subject. Uh, I wouldn't have it any other way, guys. Uh, honestly, because. By talking about the subject, we are doing our direct part in the disclosure process because every single person who talks about this openly without fear of judgment, getting canceled or being looked at like you have three heads, like we're doing we're doing service to the, the subject. Yeah, absolutely. And just, absolutely. I just want to follow on from a little pop talk earlier about the Stephen Gray stuff and the CE5. Yeah, so if anyone is interested about trying to see if I were learning more. There's community groups all over the US, 
all over the UK. Oh, yeah. Meet like like many people. You don't need to pay Stephen Gray or anything. He is a known con man. He's, I really, I do not like the guy. Um, so like, you don't need to pay £10 for his app. You don't need to pay $5,000 to go on out of him where he fakes the UFOs in the sky. All right. Hey, well, search for local, ask, search ask, your local ask, group. Ask. Ask. All right. Listen, I, I get what you're – listen, uh, because he does like Stephen, um, just – because I, I, I kind of feel that he started pure in a pure sense of yeah, heart. Yeah, yeah, did. And he's yeah, got, 100%. he's got connections. He knows what he's talking about, and and I think there's some truth to this this whole thing. However, I think that you know this is how he makes his money, and and we all know that when the money comes in, you don't want it to stop, mm-hmm. right? That's the fact of greed right we know this but let's not i, I just don't want to offend anyone um or or anything like yeah, that for sure, for sure. um you know let's just keep our opinions about the people out of it and uh at least on this one and and because yo there are there are people who hate lou elizondo and it makes me so mad but guess what i understand why they do right yeah, yeah, so for sure, for like sure. let let's not let's not feed into that toxicity because yeah, that's totally that's what needs to be gone. No, be kind. Sorry. Yeah, be kind. Because you know, even if we don't like someone in the community, it it doesn't affect us. Yeah, for sure. I, I don't say I don't like him, but just like you, you don't you don't have to do his way of doing it. You can yeah. Like say, search for your local group that does C five. They're all Facebook, over whatever. Facebook. Yeah, go and then meet people in a public yeah. place and then learn it. Learn it. I um, that's the best way to do it. I actually signed up for one because I wanted to go. Uh, I wanted to bring my cameras and and uh, record them while they did it. And I, I was going to do it with them, but I would also have to like, you know, make sure the cameras were running. So you know, they were like, oh, uh, you know, you'd be running back and forth. That's not really how you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to be meditating, you know. And I was like, uh, oh, little pop tart's been muted. You're muted. Oh shit, my bad. <laughs> You're good now. No, no, you're good. You're good. You're oh. good. No, bro. Just do C5, however, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just contact. You know what I'm saying? So, literally, as long as you're, like, having good vibes, basically, um, and they want us to be more spiritual. I have a laser pe- I have a laser pointer that I use. Yes, bro. I got a story I want to tell Correct you about them. that, too, if, if, if that's cool. The laser uh, yeah. pointer. So, my last contact was in December, right? With um, my kids' grandparents, my baby mom's grandparents, and um, and and their son. So um, it was two people that were with me as witnesses. And it was just a normal night, and um, they had never really seen... The first night that I made my contact, they were here, but they were leaving because they got kind of scared. Um, but they had heard me talk about it so much that they wanted to try it now. So they were outside, like, trying it with me here. And a solid white orb started coming up close to us. And I'm like, oh, shit, I think we got one. And I have my fucking green laser just because I see that Greer uses it. And I'm like, I didn't really know what it was for, but I was just like, okay, fucking, like, that looks cool. Like, I should probably fucking get it. I want it. So I got it. And I, but I never had any interaction with it specifically besides me just, like, pointing at it. So I pointed at the fucking orb, bro, to show Grandpa. I was like, hey, look, you see it? I was like, I, I said, look, Grandpa, you see it? And I pointed the fucking laser at it. As soon as it hit the orb, this 
fucking orb expanded like five or six times its size, bro. Got huge. Just went boop, 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 boop. Got huge for like five or six seconds. And then just boop, 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 went back down to normal and like floated off. I'm like, what the fuck? It made them into believers right there. But what I didn't know too, and this is what always happens, like this, this coincidence specifically, about a week or two later, I'm listening or watching one of Greer's fucking interviews or talks or whatever. And he shows a video. I actually posted a video on my Instagram recently. He, po- he showed a video of the same exact shit happening. Him shining a green, a green laser at the orb and expanding. And he talks about it. He's like, oh, yeah, we got thousands of hours of this phenomena. And um, at the bottom it says, if you shine your green laser while fucking doing CE5, um, it'll expand. This is a common phenomenon during CE5. I'm just like, holy fuck. Like, this is so fucking weird. I had no idea. I, I don't even know why they do that or anything, but it's just crazy that that's a common phenomenon at all. You know what I'm saying? It was just so bizarre. I, yeah. I, I... And that's just one of like so many that I've had. I, I was only making contact from June 1st, 2021. And then my last contact was in December. So I made, I, I don't give a fucking number. I always say like at least 50 because I had so many the first two weeks. I was seeing so many. What's it? What's it like, um, that feeling when you vector in a craft? It feels like you're tripping acid or fucking shrooms, but you're sober as fuck. It's so, such a trip. It literally feels like you're tripping. Imagine tripping on acid and doing it. I want to, I want to. Yeah, I, I know. I, I will, I will that. fly. I'll fly you here. And, <laughs> and it's legit, bro. Like the, the real shit, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, obviously I, I. I got a, I got a guy. Don't worry. I, I, th- I think, I think, uh, I think it would help um, for sure. Um, you know, I've had so many positive experiences back in my earlier days, um, early twenties and shit, with psychedelics, mushrooms and shit. Yeah, me heard. too. I'm a, I'm a huge advocate for DMT. But, um, but with the C five, you're completely sober. I smoke weed when I do it. You know what I'm saying? I got a medical card. But I live in a recreational state. We're good. And it like another way to describe it, it feels like you're watching a I'm movie. smoking right now. Whenever it's a really real, 100% real sighting that you're having, and it's not fucking like super far away or anything, it is literally like watching a movie that you've never seen before, like a sci-fi movie. But it's with your eyeballs. It's really, it's really hard to describe. Oh yeah, it's like your especially, own little sci-fi especially movie. This the physical crap. Whenever they're an orb, the orbs are just as beautiful. They're super fucking beautiful to see the orbs. I've seen. I've seen him do crazy shit. One night I saw a red orb and a white orb literally like looked like they were going to fly into each other, went right through each other and then kept going. And then I saw two white orbs like right above me. I lay down on my driveway like I was tripping, just lay on the driveway, looking at the sky and watch these two orbs interact with each other like they were friends, swerving in and out of each other's fucking like shit. And that's when I was having like the 20 to 30. Yeah. Um, You know, I I think... Um, you know, I, I've never done C five. I told Jordan I, I I'll try it, and uh, yeah. after he after he kind of teaches me the the process, but yeah. um, you know, I've always been in touch with my like inner self. I'm so you know I okay, I was so I I was a very very bad alcoholic. Um, you know everybody knows this on my channel. I'm very open about it. I went five years. Uh, with nothing. I just recently 
started smoking again because I know I can handle it. Um, and I don't smoke like, you know, you know, I don't, I don't smoke a, a dab pen all day. I, I, I take a couple hits and, uh, I, you know, I, I feel good. And, uh, and then, you know, four hours later, I'll take another couple of hits. It's, it's nothing, but, uh, it, it helps me. Uh, it, it does. Um, and, and, and I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, because I know, again, I know, I know I can handle it, but, um, anyway, uh, I I've always been, you know, okay. Psychedelics and those things, they exist outside of the, the, the realm of drugs to me because, um, drugs are something in my mind that are addictive and mushrooms, acid, uh, acid, say what you will about it. It's not addicting. Um, like ecstasy is, but, and that's not something I, I, I recommend doing, um, especially after you're 25, because that's just, you know, you're kind of a loser at that point. Um, no, I'm just kidding, but, uh, only at the club, but DMT mushrooms, acid, uh, and those kind of things like they put, I, I know this because when I do them or when I did them, I haven't done them in many, many, many years. Um, but when you do them, you you are in touch. I really think it brings you closer to that other parallel, you know, d- that other dimension, that 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 thing. That, yeah, that spiritual world. Because the next day, you know why the trees are there. You know why, you know, you know why the sun shines the way it does. Connected, bro. It's all connected to the UFO shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. And it ties back in. I was never, I was a religious person, bro. I grew up super fucking Christian, you know, Republican, right-wing fucking family. And I was told as a kid by my grandma that if aliens were real, then they're fucking demons. So I just like, you know what I'm saying? That's, oh, uh, another great, another great topic. <laughs> the, the, you know, I think, um, I think the government, uh, th- there is a faction in the government. We know them because there are documentaries and other whistleblowers who have come out and talked about the family. The family is a, uh, a faction in the U S government that only they, 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 they believe in, you know, this weird version of the Bible. They only really look at the uh, uh, certain parts about, you know, Jesus and uh, second coming and, and all that. Um, and they think that, you know, it's just like this really weird faction of, of government, but they, they are highly, highly influential in the white house and all of that. Um, and you know, there are people in the government that don't want this UFO thing out because of their, you know, religious beliefs. And to me, that is so fucking like, that is so disrespectful because, because of your, your beliefs, we can't get the truth. And who the fuck ever appointed the U.S. government or any government that isn't forthcoming about this? Because there there are governments who are um, that are very open about their their studies. But who the fuck told these people that they could hide this shit from us? Because these are conversations that we need to have with our children about so they're not scared at night about monsters. So, you know, because if every single person goes through a radical paradigm change on the same day, that's when chaos happens. That's the chaos. When everyone goes through what Kevin Day went through, when his life 
literally shattered. He lost his marriage, his job, all of his money. People thought he was going crazy. He lost a bunch of weight. He was almost going to die. Right? All because of his encounter. What if everybody has that on the same day? Hmm. Think about that. I. You want me to go? Well, um, no, Greg, start with that. What if everybody wow. has? What if? What if there is a mass, mass? Like, you know, I don't want to say it because everybody hates this term. The the, but I'm going to the white, the land on the White House lawn kind of thing, right? Yeah. What if it happens and the whole world is forced into disclosure at one, within an instant? Wow. Because, so, because guys, religion, religion collapses. Religion well, collapses in that moment. Well, the Pope has that. recently, well, the Pope has recently come out. And I, but again, again, guys, I think that the, the Pope never, not once in the fucking history of Popes has said or referred to, you know, alien life, uh, publicly at least. This guy, this new pope, said that they are God's children and they'd be respected or, or they'd be welcomed into the faith. Why would he say that? Unless he knows something that we don't and he's preparing for this. It seems like we're headed in that direction where, because you got to think about with the 24-hour news cycle and, and instant you know, if they did drop down in a central location, whether it be Mount Rushmore, you know, one of these, you know, like the Nazca lines, uh, you know, uh, the the Greek uh, uh, or the Athens uh, Colosseum, you know, what is it, the Athens uh, Pantheon, Parthenon? Yeah. If they drop down at one of those sites and they, and it's just a mass sighting of, you know, epic propor proportions and they come down and get out and, and they're like, we're here. We've been here, and then the story starts, right? Uh, if that happens, what I don't, you know? I don't think it's going to, bro. I really don't think it will ever happen. I think there's a reason why it hasn't, and I think that if something like that did happen, it would be some fake. It would be fake. It would really tease. Are you? Do, can I ask you a question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you subscribe to the belief of Stephen Greer's notion that? the world uh, governments or at least the United States government is complicit in formulating a plan to fakely invade the world. Please. So I think I, it's not, it's not exactly his notion. Uh, Werner von Brown. Brown Brown. And yeah, I think it's very possible. I think given what the military's always done and just how the military is, I think it's a possibility. I don't think it's obviously he's not, he, he, no one can predict the future, so he can't say 100% that's going to happen. Or, but them planning it, I, I'm, I'm sure that they fucking have thought about it. They've been dealing with this subject for so long. It's the military. They're not The military is not looking for fucking positive solutions. They're looking for positive solutions for themselves. And military, you know what I'm saying? It's like, so it makes sense that they've, they've had this technology since at least the 40s. They haven't been using it to drop bombs or anything. They obviously have been using it. It's been successfully reverse engineered since allegedly 1956. So that means this whole time, however many that they do have by now, they've been using them for fake sightings, fake whatever, and that's yeah. You know, well, I, I think th I I think contrary to popular belief, I don't think that that we're as far. 
you know, according to Bob Lazar, you know, back in the 80s, we hadn't even scratched the fucking surface on being able to understand these things. I do not think that we are flying. They probably told him that, you know what I'm saying? Like the other scientists, I'm sure, didn't really understand it. It is such a fucking mind boggling thing that it's so compartmentalized also that one person, we don't know one person that has all the information or all the access or anything. I don't think one person has it. But we know that Bob Lazar was working, you know, that what Bob Lazar was talking about was legit. If we, we It was most, mo- yeah, it was mo. again, we can't say it's legit because we, we can't, uh, I'm, I'm a journalist, I'm sorry. I, it's, um, it's gotta be it's it's no I, but my it, belief is 100 that we if i if i've seen it with my own eyes there's definitely gonna be some that have crashed or we've shot down you know what i'm saying etc cetera, etc cetera, throughout yeah. history so your opinion is it, that he's telling the him. truth 100 i mean at least I, about the fact that maybe maybe he didn't even fucking work on him i'm sure he did but i'm saying even if he himself wasn't fucking at area 51 ever the government has been working with fucking private corporations regardless about well, the well you gotta you gotta think right you gotta think about this um bob lazar you know we can't again we cannot you know so when someone says something uh, uh of that nature you have to say uh you know in my opinion uh bob lazar is telling the truth because at yeah. this time we can't definitively say oh, no. that yeah. it's been been confirmed you however say, no one you can never say someone else yeah however the guy he is the reason we know about Area 51. Area 51 in 2013 becomes public knowledge due to a FOIA request. And the government can no longer keep it a secret. Plus, they need to, um, you know, expand uh, uh, the base. So there's just no, no, it's not feasible to, to be able to keep this thing under wraps anymore. It comes out, right? Um, the, then, element 115 something that he was literally laughed at by the scientific community, right? That's what I'm skeptical that about. Becomes, I'm skeptical about the 115. I don't know about all that. You know what I'm saying? That, maybe not. That, I don't well, well uh, 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 an isotope in it was not, was not stabilized, yeah, he was about it. I know. but it was, you know, it, 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 was, it was fabricated, and it was, you know, uh, we were able to confirm that it is, now element 115 is Moscovium, right? So that, but that vindicates his story, right? And now Gary Nolan is saying that someone in the next, you know, weeks to months to maybe a year is going to come out and whistleblow further on the reverse engineering project. So Gary Nolan's a prankster. I I haven't listened much to him, but I fuck with him, bro. He's he's got some... Good shit. I, I he's he's pretty much the main UFO person right now. Like yeah, he I'm took not... over. He took over for Lou as the the face of the because I mean he's a Nobel Peace Prize uh, uh, um, nominee, right? Yeah. yeah, the guys. The guy is literally like, you know, you and could not. Dis- he doesn't seem You like- could not. You could not discredit him in any way. Because he's so brilliant, smart, and such a good guy, that yeah, there's no way, there's no way anyone listening to him will say he's not absolutely being genuine in in, in what he says. He, I mean, I like the guy. He does some great stuff, and he's obviously very, very obviously respected. 
and great at what he does and what he has done and what he's doing. And he is a great person to sort of, like you say, be the spokesman, sort of taking over from Lou as that sort of top figurehead that we can, in the community, look at and people outside the community can get something that they can think, oh, this isn't some crackpot, this is actually respectable scientists or the work is done. But, the, I mean, it's always one of them where it's always going to be, until something does happen, it's always, there's always going to be a lot of smoke and mirrors, there's always a lot of oh, of course. this and Naturally, that. And I think it's yeah. one of them where you can't get to, like when things come out, and especially when people always hint that something's going to come out soon, a video or something's going to come out soon, everyone jumps in it and the hype train starts, and then when it actually comes out what it is, you're like, oh, well, that's a bit of a, a nothing. Yeah, what's all this about? Yeah. So it's one of them where, like, obviously, the stuff he's been saying about the whistleblowers coming out and this, these, these laws coming out with the whistleblowing and stuff. It's well, like, these are what you know. Um, I, I did get a, I was privy to a, a, a document um, that he, uh, it was something that he was um, telling someone after an interview that got recorded as like a, a it wasn't he, like he had, he had. Um, given authorization to keep recording um, because it was, it was going to be something they use for a different project, which ended up uh, leaking and getting sent my way through someone I know. And uh, in that second bit, he talks about how if there is a smoking gun for reverse engineering, this guy has it. Um, and uh, you know, it, dude, it's it's sounding very, very promising that along with the correlated um, and, you know, corroborative uh, uh, documents that are going to come out with it. I think that, you know, in, in a at least um, at max a year's time, we will know. We will know. Aliens have been here. And that that is a that is a fucking crazy crazy thought and going back to what i said about what would happen if everyone sort of had the same experience and that sort of that moment that like that will change the moment is like like i mentioned about the uh, the project Bluebeam, the fake invasion stuff there's yeah. always going to be obviously division with there's other people that won't believe it like you look at covid how the world like the two factions will turn on each other with the vaxxers anti-vaxxers covid covid deniers and you think I can just see the same that was to happen, just seeing the same thing happen again. We spend too much time fighting with each other, not actually looking at what's in front of us. And I think that again would, would happen again. I think when people say talk about COVID being like a tester to see how much they can control people, how much, yeah, see how people react in the social well, side of it. Well, and they've seen well, a lot to know if this happened, how yeah, we well, may, look may at this. That happening. Uh, you know, there's only one time that I can personally think of that when citizens gave up their rights for the greater good, they ever got them back. And that was in the 90s with the gun laws in the United States. Um, they were temporarily uh, changed and then changed back. Um, but that was some, you know, something totally different. Um, but we've given up a lot of our uh, um, uh, freedoms in, in, in a sense, um, whether we, we know we did or not. Now the government knows that if they say you're not essential, you're going home and you're going to sit in your house and you're, yeah, you may go out to your friends and stuff, but the government knows now that they can dictate what happens next mm. at every, at, at, oh, 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 
there's a scare. There's another COVID scare. They can they can lock us down within ten hours, and they know that now. That's that sucks. I suppose the only good thing about the gun laws in America is if there was an alien invasion, you'd have some sort of defenses. Whereas we're well, pretty, guns, pretty I don't know there. if they're going to work against them. It's something. It's something. Yeah, and uh, the Italian government says that when they use their um, EMP weapon, they they have to sacrifice their shield. So that's when we hit them. Okay. Like we are. We it's Independence Day. No, no. <laughs> This is legitimate. The Italians in the uh, unidentified um, uh, 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 series, um, they have that talk with the, you know, in the end of season one with the with the Italian government. The Italian government guys are talking about how they figured out something that's gonna, you know, that is revolutionary. And he said because the Italian government, um, uh, they were chasing a UFO in a helicopter and. The 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 UFO uh, hit it hit the the fin of the helicopter with like an energy uh, blast, and you know then the helicopter went down. Luckily, no one was hurt, um, but there was an aggression taken, right? Um, and from that, they figured out that the only way you can be, they noticed that the shield the 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 gravitational field that was around it or that it was uh, distorted around it, um, it had had gone down when it uh, supposedly fired that weapon. Um, but there is proof, physical, physical evidence of something hitting the fin. Uh, and it's like this little, like, uh, uh, it looks like a, you know, like someone took a laser to the to the back of the helicopter. Uh, it's it's look it up. It's it's a really wild case, um, and it's it's an Italian case, and uh, it, it, there's a bunch more, um, and and it, it's fascinating. And we know that these things don't show aggression unless they have to. So like, on that note, on that note about aggression, we've spoken to someone on the podcast, um, and he claims that guns do not kill the greys if we're talking about greys as being the greys okay the... now we're we're talking about greys like you see one in the woods and you shoot it and it doesn't do anything mhm okay yeah so um he claims that the only way you can kill these entities is to use like non Guns, uh, weapons, yeah, like non-ballistic like weapons, swords. swords. Yes, a samurai sword allowed him to kill nineteen of them. What? Oh my god! And You're telling me that this guy evidence. killed nineteen with proof, what DNA proof? proof, DNA proof. Where are the Fact. bodies? Wow. <laughs> so <clears throat> he sent off. Um, so well, no, 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 I don't mean, okay. I don't mean, you know, I don't mean to berate you. You know that I like you a lot. <laughs> I do. I do. I, I like yeah, both good. of you a lot. Good, good, I, I, I want to keep collabing because I, yeah, I like, good. I like this little crew right here. 
Uh, Cause we all have such radical, you know, <laughs> but that's the great thing about this community is we can yeah. all think, think different things and come together. Like this is a prime example. None of us think the exact same thing, but we, but we can still come together and our main goal collectively is disclosure. Absolutely. Peaceful disclosure. So, so continue. But what I, wait, wait, what, what I was going to say is if you're going to sit there and tell me that he killed these things and unless when he did kill them, they disintegrated or something to that effect, then, mm-hmm. then there's no reason he shouldn't be able to have snapped a picture of the body. So he does have a picture of one, doesn't he? Oh my God! But Where ignore, are... ignoring the photo, okay, go on. The, the, the story is all right. The story, the story on, is you're on wilder. you're on center stage. It's wilder than you could even imagine. So, um, so he. Where do we, we? I don't even know where you start with this with the story, um, but anyway, so he has killed nineteen gray aliens. For one, he sent off a part of the flesh that was left of one of them because when he killed one or killed some, that their buddies come along, take them away. Convenient, I get that. But he sent off a piece of the flesh via FedEx to a known um, known scientist, and this is all you can you can check this, yeah. who confirmed that and the DNA reports on his website, that the it was sort of a mixture of... Um, oh, can't even think organic? Of it was an unknown organic. DNA sequence. It was organic. No, it was organic yeah. in nature. So after he gets this DNA report back, the scientist who'd done the report dies in mysterious circumstances. That's a fact. You can check it. So why okay, why wouldn't he send it to Gary Nolan who would have gladly done this? This was years ago. Oh, okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so, Gar- if, so Gary, just Gary wasn't for, known then. So for disclosure of this story, it's a guy called John Edmonds who owned, unfortunately he died earlier this year, um, Stardust Ranch. It's very similar to Skinwalker Ranch. Where it's, I don't know if you've got, <laughs> have you heard of, I've heard of him? Or... No. So it's, uh, and where we were talking about like the 1% earlier, whenever 1% of it's true, it's, it could all be real. We had the exact same conversation, me and Ash, saying if only 1% of this that he's telling us is true, bam, yeah. So, even if one percent of it's true, it's insane, insane. Yeah. With his ranch, Bob Bigelow wanted to buy his ranch. Yes. No way! The force in No way! Yes, episode eight, pursuit of the paranormal podcast. We speak to John Edmonds. And can you put uh, me in touch with him? He's dead, unfortunately. I could try. Paranormal side. Yeah. Oh, so, I am so sorry. I didn't hear you say that. No, Fe- no. February, February this year, I think it was. Okay. February this year. So um, I actually I... let's talk after the show. Um, yeah. You know, I I I would love to see. Um, you know, if you have any guests that uh, you know, I could. Uh, oh uh, yeah, we got loads in America. With. Yeah, yeah, and loads then, in America. And then I can send you some of mine. Um, 
you know, cause I want to expand uh, my conversations through with people and it's, you know, I can get, you know, I, like I said, I did the pop culture show. I do the pop culture show. I can get in touch with anyone on that side, but you know, starting fresh, I've, this is only the fourth episode of total disclosure. So I'm still like, you know, wading through who's who and you know, who are these, you know, who are the big people in the community who don't do shows, who do do shows. So I appreciate you guys reaching out to me um, and, and, and agreeing to do this. Like, like much respect to, to Jordan, to Ash and Greg. Oh yeah. Um, all right, guys, let's talk um, a little bit about uh, astronauts. Uh, oh my God. That's what they should be called. That sounds Na- so Oh bad. my God. <laughs> astronauts. <laughs> It was right there in front of them. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so again, NASA has been sending um, has been sending uh, 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 pilots, uh, scientists, uh, you name it, into space for the past what uh, fifty years, sixty years. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. If you don't, if you don't subscribe to the conspiracy that we didn't go to the moon. Um, they claim a lot of, I think it's 35% of pilots or, or 35% of uh, astronauts, um, at least what I read, that might be bogus. Don't, you know, you know, take it with a grain of salt. I might be misremembering or, you know, butchering it. Uh, 35% of the astronauts who have went into space have seen something they could not identify or could not explain. Whether it was a feeling, uh, you know, uh, 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 a revelation uh, of, of of dangers of technology, of you know how we treat our world, uh, to just all the way to seeing things right outside the window. Um, so, you know, what do you guys think of uh, people like Gordon Cooper? Um, to be honest, I can't say too much on the top of my head about uh, Gordon Cooper. Uh, we, we can probably come back to him, but I wanted to mention there's an astronaut in the UK called Tim Peake, and he was on the space station last year or the year before. Wait, we don't, I'll, bring a, I'll bring something up. We, we don't get many um, astronauts in the space station from the UK. I'm uh, sorry, so, what was his name? Uh, Tim Peake. Uh, so he became a bit of a celebrity in, in the UK because we don't, like I say, we don't really get many astronauts right. from here going to the space station. And he's a bit of, he's like a household name now, have to be in. An astronaut, and he was on Good on Good Morning TV only a couple months ago, even like maybe one month ago. And this is like mainstream TV show, millions of views every morning. So they were talking about the NASA report and stuff, and he was having a full-on discussion about what other other astronauts have saw and what his thoughts on other sort of civilian civilizations that are not not Earth. And it was just crazy to see an actual astronaut. Discussing yeah, it and, and not laughing about it and not like getting them usually like, they joke about it and stuff. So it's just mad to see like him talking about it in a serious manner on in front of millions of people in the morning. Yeah, and uh and and and, and that's the like I said, circling back to the uh one of the main points. Uh by the way, this is Tim Peake right here. That's him. He looks great in his uh in his uh spacesuit. Um <laughs> He's a good guy, proper good guy as well. Because look at these ones. Versus what we have now. You know what the you know what the rumor the real rumor is or what you know about the 
Apollo moon landing, how they were followed. That's yeah. what actually happened. They, that we did go to the moon, but we were followed by UFOs. And yeah. there was apparently three that observed us while we took our first steps. Um, I'm not, yeah, I, the, but the there was no bases and shit. I don't know about bases or any bullshit like that, but you know what I'm saying? I'm I, well, pretty believable. I mean, yeah. So that's what I wanted to do is, uh, uh, guys, I'm going to, can you all mute your mic? Little pop tart. I can also mute your mic for you. Okay, uh, go ahead because I don't know how to do it right now. It's not working. Yeah, just sit, sit back down. I'll mute it. Um, so I I just kind of want to preface uh pre, uh pref. God, I I cannot talk all of a sudden. Um, I want to talk about this. Uh, uh, give a brief introduction. Um, on, you know, some of the 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 things that, you know, when it comes to NASA and you know, astronauts. Uh, there is many, many, many theories about a base on the moon. Um, you know, on the on the dark side of the moon, because the moon is one of those rare. Um, you know, just the way that the orbits are. Um, it, we never, we always see, and the way the axis of the Earth is, and the moon's trajectory around. Uh, it it does not show us one side of the moon. Um, you know, it's, it's, that's just the way it is. So there is a dark side of the moon. Uh, China's photographed it. Um, we photographed it. Um, but most of those pictures do not make it back to us unless, you know, like any other NASA picture fully vetted. Uh, we've, we, we've seen signs of tampering with NASA photos. Um, so there are, you know, the, you know, Travis Taylor, um, uh, of, uh, um, history channel, uh, and, 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 you know, other, other shows like Skinwalker Ranch, he wants to know what the, like the, the tower uh, on the moon was, uh, there's pictures of a tower on the moon, um, that, that, you know, NASA's never, ever, like, if there's a, a, a tower on the moon, like, why don't we have a better picture of it? Why is it so far away? All these things have happened. You know, Buzz Aldrin says that, uh, uh, you know, crafts followed them from, you know, right outside of the ap our atmosphere, the troposphere and, and beyond, um, you know, all the way to the moon and then watch them take their first steps. Um, you know, then they went and they did their, their work, right? Um, those crafts were there the whole time. He's passed many lie detectors. Um, all these things, all these astronauts, right? Because if military personnel are considered the best, most credible witnesses, then astronauts are the ultra 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 observers right like that's what they are doing up there they're observing reporting and 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 performing scientific research you know collecting data whether that's uh organic data not organic data i'm sorry uh whether that's like rocks from the moon rocks from wherever like that's what they're there to do um and and uh, far too many astronauts have been either, uh, you know, hush hushed in and non disclosure agreement, um, 
and, and it sucks. But a lot of them have, have spoken out. And I think there's are many of them to, to call coincidence. Um, you know, what do you guys think? I will start un, uh, unmuting you now. Starting with Greg. Good question. I, I mean, you would think that the astronauts are the ultra observers, I suppose. However, however, there's lots of times when feeds have been cut, which is odd in itself. And it's very hard to judge distances when you're up in space because you do have nothing to... Well, well, um, well, no, well, so the feeds only cut when... My opinion is the feeds only cut when something... Like, yeah, feeds will cut, you know, uh, all the time for real reasons, but there mm. are also deliberate uh, cuts, right? So, yeah. you know, astronauts, they're the ones that are sitting there seeing it the whole time. So when they come back and say, we saw something, we need to take that at face value. Yeah, absolutely we do. Absolutely do, because they're the only ones who are physically there witnessing it. But I do think some of the stuff that is purported to be um, up in space, so that we see as clips where things are shooting past the screen and whatnot i i think we have to take some of those with a pinch of salt but yeah yeah because they could be I, I do so think that that yeah they're, they're more likely to know so you've got somebody like tim peak or you've got some of the others that are up in space for like six 12 months or whatever at a time they're going to be accustomed to knowing what is out there that would be normal to see right they're they're circling the Earth, they're orbiting the Earth every ninety minutes. So yep. throughout throughout the course of twenty four hours, they're what? They, wrong they, they, I mean, yeah. eighteen times or something like that. Yeah. However, so they they should be able to spot something that isn't normally there. And they yeah, and they know. So when you pass over Bermuda and Puerto Rico, these lights come up, refract up, um, for some reason, and that okay. happens all what you know. Throughout their 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 orbit, it happens in various places where, you know, even really really bright, because like these fishermen, they use these extra extra bright lights, and sometimes they'll reflect off the water and then back up, and then you know light travels and and you know they'll get a glimmer of it up in space. Um, they don't know what it is. You know, mm -hmm. or it's not that they don't know what it is. They've deduced what it is at this point. Uh, yeah. They know that's not a UFO. But when they say there's these craft that watched us step our first step onto the moon, that's got to speak volumes. They they did say that they were all that's on the horizon yeah, watching us. Yeah, I, I, I say, well, how can how could anybody who wasn't there debunk that? I don't. I don't know how you how you could. They could never. Thank they... you for subscribing to the show, Grandmaster UV. Um, uh, we've had a great amount of. Uh, 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 I think it's plus a hundred subscribers in the past uh, fifteen days. So pretty good. Um, pretty good. Yeah, we're making our way. Uh, we're almost at two thousand on YouTube, um, and then you know Spotify. It's a whole nother ball game. 
uh, that's where our, most of our audience is. But so yeah, they, they, they're they're saying they're stepping off and they're saying we can see them on the horizon. They're watching us. I I, I don't know how you could ever suggest that that wasn't what they were seeing. I I mean. I think I'd want to be back in that pod, back on the way to Earth as quick as I could at that point. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know how you'd debunk that. I think some of the stuff they might see in space, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, you can't, you can't tell distance very easily when you're looking outside. So it's very difficult to see how big an object is, well, that- how far away it is. But I get the fact that they are saying stuff like they're outside, we can see them, that kind of stuff. I get that. The ETs ter- are astronauts themselves, bro. When you really think about it, they're pilots, they're astronauts, they're flying these machines. They are astronauts themselves. So, you know, they've been watching us since, you know, literally like a baby, like take our first steps, and now they're watching us evolve. So, of course, they're going to fucking let the first people ever to leave Earth walk on the moon. They're going to let them, allow them to see them. You know, they could have, the UFOs, the ETs could have watched them invisibly if they wanted to. They chose to let them be seen for a reason. And if somebody like me has seen him with my own eyes, how the fuck would I discredit fucking that goddamn astronaut, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, military Top Gun pilot or someone like that that claims to see the same exact shit that I've seen, you know what I'm saying? So I have to believe him almost. Um, You know, I can understand people's skepticism also to not believe at all and not believe anybody's UFO stories. I was the same way. But, um, you know, once you just study the subject even a little bit, you get more open-minded, more open-minded, and the more you study the, you know, really, I've learned more from the UFO subject than I did from school, church, anything, honestly. Yeah, I think um, then you go you go back to who who is a credible witness. So you've got the, if you're saying that the uh, astronauts are, the astronauts. Yeah, I, I'm not considered a credible witness. Even I am a witness, but, you know what I'm saying? But I'm, a credible witness I'm an is... unemployed fucking witness, so I'm just like, nobody really cares. Kanye fucking is following me, and that's my main person who I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying, get on board the UFO fucking shit. But, um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've, I've tried calling the news station. News station, nobody's going to fuck with me like that. So that's why I'm glad that you are giving me a platform to, um, you know, discuss the subject, but also tell my own stories as well, you know, because I consider myself pretty well educated on the subject. Um, I, I, I'm really passionate about it at the very least, and I love it, and it's what I like to do, but I'm also a witness too, so I have my own stories, you know, as well. Yeah, I love that. I love that, guys. Um, Ash, how much longer do you have? You're muted. I'm easy, to be honest. Uh, um, what? Maybe maybe 15, 20 minutes or so. Oh, okay. Yeah, perfect. Uh, I'll wrap it up at that time anyway. Um, you know, my my ideal show is like 90 minutes, um, so like an hour and a half. Um, so usually I'd be wrapping it up here. But, uh, we, you know, there's so much to talk about and, and so much to get into in our, our first initial meeting. I would love to come on your guys' show as well. Anytime. Um, I love talking to you guys, man. I really do. Um, again, you guys are more like the CE five stuff and all that. Like, yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I would never tell someone not to do it. Um, but I think I'm more, I fall in line with, you know, how you guys are. Um, you know, I'm open to anything, 
but until I see it with my own eyes, I can't, you know, I, I yeah. can't, I just can't. And, and the fact that Steven Greer charges so much money to go hang out with him for three days on a retreat where all he wants to do is talk to you about all his connections and, you know, all that stuff. Like, th yeah, that's not my idea of a good time. Now me and Ash of, um, like Ash alluded to a little bit earlier, we were saying that if, um, if we'd said two years ago what we'd be talking about now on the podcast and be on blasphemous. the shows, we'd be talking about interdimensional beings, we're talking about reincarnation, time slips, uh, poltergeists, and um, we've spoken to somebody who claims that he was the essential gatekeeper for God to allow people to go through to the next realm. If not, they would come back to be reincarnated. We sp and saying it out loud, and the guy who kills 19 aliens, saying that all out loud two years ago, I'd have just gone, that's crazy. But the, the world is evolving. People are open to this kind of stuff. I think since COVID, there's been a lot more uh, introspective look that people have had and gone, actually... There's more, there is more out there. People have started investigating. People have started to look at stuff in a bit more detail. People are looking up in the skies a little bit more, maybe Dude. looking for a higher, higher being to come and save us from all this weird shit that's happening right at the moment because it couldn't Dude, be any weirder. I don't go outside without my eyes being always glued to the sky. I always like, look up. Why don't we, like, why wouldn't we? The only time I look down is like cross the road and like just kidding. Um, but no, I I I like I really do. I I love this. I love this community, uh, or at least I love the community that we're building. Right? I, I don't mean you, you know, us three, but the 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 community that is going to be that solidarity, um, because we're going to be the ones. You know, think about this, guys. All those UFO researchers, they're getting older. We're the next type of that. You know, we're the next people that are going to usher this in in a different way. We'll be the ones most likely to live in the world where we finally know. You know, like Linda Moulton Howe, they're getting older. All these astronauts, they're getting older. Um, even Greer, getting older. You know, these guys are getting older. They're not going to be around forever. So if disclosure, you know, if disclosure with a capital D happens, you know, Jacques Vallée might not even be there. And that sucks. Jacques Vallée is the fucking pioneer along with, you know, even, even as much as I don't like to admit it, you know, Alan, J. Allen Hynek, without him, we're, we're nowhere near. Because he... Be, because the, the Project Blue Book study, yes, that might have been, you know, ha that might have had a, a an ending written before the story. But the way he flipped after was telling. And that told people that he, with all the evidence he came across, he, the biggest skeptic, was able to be turned that and and don't you guys notice that there's this weird you know tr trend that 
if someone who's a, a skeptic or even just someone who, you know, doesn't really know much about the topic uh, has one of these experiences, they dedicate the rest of their lives to searching for answers. No. Yeah. You, you got about like Lou Azondo, like he, whether he, whether his thoughts were before he sort of did all the stuff with the government investigations, after he's come out of it, he's carried on. And that's where you got to think, why is he wanting to carry on and get deeper into it? It's not his job anymore. So you got to think, he's got to know something to, to want to carry on. It, there's got to be something to it. I, I agreed. 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 What do you guys think of Chris Mellon? Gosh. Again, he's a um, high, high profile, highly respectable person with a lot of, obviously a lot of uh, credence to him as well. And so I want to mention when you talk about the astronauts and sort of being credible witnesses, uh, Lil Pop Tart said he, he wasn't a credible witnesses, but he is. Everybody can be a credible witnesses, a credible oh. witness. <laughs> now, just because you're not a, a pilot or an astronaut or a scientist doesn't mean... <laughs> Unless you drop your phone, he was shot to the call by that <laughs> statement. I'm trying to record uh, Jerry's on my fucking head. I I'm gonna mute you for a minute while you set up because yeah. I may yeah. very I may stickler. I have audio box. I have you know I have an audio box. US you know uh, XLR microphones. Um, I'm very stickler about because these these will play on my audio uh, platforms as well, and. Uh, cool. People tune out when they start hearing that stuff, like the clicks and clacks. Even though, even though they know we're all not home, or well, when in the audio, I, my Spotify has video. Um, I was one of the first podcasts Same. to get video, so um, you know, I, I, I was, I'm, I'm happy about that. But uh, you know, is there something that you guys, uh, Ash, I asked Greg earlier, what got you into this? So mine was a UFO sighting um, when I was. Oh, tell me more. Was, tell me, uh, tell me again, Ash. <laughs> but I don't think Greg's heard this one. Um, <laughs> so it was 1997. I know it's 1997 because it's when the Hailbot comet was over. Well, it's over the UK. I don't know if it was over US. It was visible in our sky for like three months in 1997. And it was one night, it was just a clear night, so we were all out in the street looking at the comet. There's like a few kids, handful of adults, and we all saw a, a classic black triangle just slowly just move across the entire sky. Just clear as day. You could see like sort of you could see the three lights, one light in each corner, triangle shape. The sky sort of darkened behind it, so it looked like it was some sort of physical definitely something there. You could tell there's some sort of craft. Just took about a minute to get across the whole of the sky. Just silently, pretty fast. We all saw it. All the adults were like, that's not a plane. Don't know what that is. And then, so, that, so I was only 10 years old, and that made me think, what what was it? And then 25 right. years later, I'm still trying to find trying to find the answer. And that's kicked off a whole lifelong interest in, in the whole UFO thing. And then obviously, last more, last four or five years more, into the wider paranormal because people who did see these crafts were finally vindicated you know that they weren't crazy um i'm in talks to talk to uh um uh dr keitel um she was one of the girls uh she was the the person who got the the footage of the phoenix lights and um 
you know, she's so passionate and she's done so much for this community. Um, you know, she has a, a documentary about the Phoenix lights. That's got, you know, uh, 40 something awards or 140 awards. Like, you know, so it's just, uh, you know, we need these kind of people, people that aren't in it for the money, uh, people that aren't in it for anything aside from, you know, getting the world to know the truth. Yeah. Right. Cause first and foremost, that needs to be upfront. The abduction shit, no offense to anybody, but that needs to stay back here for a while because the public will not take well to that. And we don't get to school as much as, you know, again, circling back to if one of it's real, it's all real. You know, we have to assume it's all real abductions. Yes, they very well could be real and they probably are in a sense, you know, there's, if there's not one ET uh, or interdimensional species running around, I'm sure there's one that does scientific um, um, and that could tie into cattle mutilation, but we won't go down that. Um, you know, I just don't think that's what's going to win us disclosure because people are going to get really frightened enough that they're not alone. We don't need to add abductions on. Yeah, you don't give them too much. You need to, for the right. general public, you have to, yeah, take it, take it slower than what we would like to say. I think for the, to get right. that acceptance, it's yeah, for sure. I think the and only... also, oh, go um, so go, no, you go, you go. I was just saying, I think the only way, um, I think that the abduction thing, if the government, there's two types of disclosure, you know what I'm saying? There's peaceful and then there's non-peaceful disclosure. So it's all about how the, like we talked about earlier, I don't think there's going to be a big, you know, landing where they just all of a sudden show us that they're here. You know, they've been doing it slowly like this, whatever, for a reason, whatever the reasons are, I don't know. But for whatever reasons, that's how they operate. And they haven't done that yet. So we don't have reason to believe that they would do that. So we have to, one, we can wait on the government if we want to, whether they have a peaceful or non-peaceful disclosure, whatever. That's what I, that's why I love C5 so much is you're literally bypassing their government. You're not waiting for the government or anybody to release fucking videos, pictures, whatever. You're making your own evidence and you're literally seeing it with your own eyes and you're not having to believe to anyone else. You just believe yourself and you're making direct is so direct. And that's why I'm like, okay, well, if anyone else is lying about this or that or whatever, then whatever, like, I don't have reason to believe most people in the UFO community. I don't think are liars. You know, there's obviously some people that are going to fucking make shit up for whatever, especially like blogs and shit. But the subject in general is, is pretty legit. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't see too much fucking, fake shit you know people always say that everything's fake but i don't see that much fucking unless you go to tiktok and shit there's a lot of fake ufo videos but the c5 is just like making direct you don't have to wait on the government and if you build a relationship with them i've never made face-to-face -face contact but allegedly that's what happens once you start building a relationship and you start making better contact um, I'm not even a spiritual person. I don't even meditate. So I can only imagine if I did meditate and people claim to get into this fucking spiritual realm where they like basically like abducted, they go on ships with fucking apparently close encounters of the fourth kind where you get brought on board a craft. It can be peaceful too. So not all abductions, not all abduction, you know, experiencers claim that they're negative too. Some people claim that they give positive shit. I don't know. I don't look into the abductions, but allegedly I know that you can Is get he on cutting out. Is it just me? 
Maybe I am. Am I cutting out? Nah, so good. Um, getting on board the craft for a CE4 would, would be insane, but no, I've never seen a being um, with my own eyes, but you build that relationship with him and, um, you know, you don't have to wait. You know, I, you literally get this um, stimulation. The, the UFO subject itself is stimulating watching the documentaries and everything stimulates your brain so much because it's real and it's something smarter than us. So it's like making us smarter in a way. Um, and then unless you get into the fear shit, when they start bringing the fear into it, then you get scared and that's the lowest form of frequency. And that's, that's not right. Um, so yeah, man, I don't, other than that, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But all right, so um, I mean, we're gonna be wrapping it up um in in just a moment, guys. Um, I I I can't say. Hey, it's Tyler, host of Total Disclosure by Pop Culture Corner. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and I just want to remind you guys that you can become members and or send super chats, super thanks, um, and, and help support the show. Uh, you can also check out our new merch shop that does include Total Disclosure merchandise now. Um, anytime you become a member of the show, you're getting both the pop culture side of things and the UFOs, UFO side of things. It's so worth it, um, and there's many denominations you can choose from, from $1.99 to $2.99, all the way up to $9.99. Guys, we hope to hear from you soon. If you want to reach out to the show, feel free to DM me on Twitter, on Facebook, Instagram, or contact me at ty at thegww.com. Thank you enough for you guys uh, uh, joining us on this ride. Um, and this is obviously not going to be the last by any means. Um, you know, for us, you know, uh, I do ask this, you know, where where I have an audience, you know, typically for my uh, my pop culture show, um, you know, where, you know, we have upwards of 50 to 75 watching at a time. Um, you know, it's going to take time for our audience to like, you know, adapt and, you know, the ones from the movie community to adapt to also wanting to listen to this, but also bringing in a new audience as well. So if you guys can help out with that um, and share our show, share our links, uh, share the links that, you know, you're a part of as well, obviously. So it's not just one sided. Um, and then I'll share your shows. Um, I want to come on. Uh, I want to talk more and, uh, you know, I want to have you guys on here more. So maybe we could do this, uh, you know, where we agree on a panel night uh, once a week and then, you know, every, you know, rotate. So on your channel, one week, one Wednesday, you know, I, Wednesday as a, a loose, you know, day. But, you know, we'll all, I'll alternate between weeks and uh, that way, you know, we can do it on each channel. Hey, can I say one more thing before I go? Yeah. About the stimulation thing. That's I, I lost my train of thought. The stimulation thing. When you're Sim doing, simulation or stim? You know, like your brain, like it stimulates your brain. Like oh you, yeah. That making CE5 contact is the most stimulating thing. You know, psychedelics and stuff, it stimulates your brain. All types of drugs stimulate your brain. Watching movies, your social media shit, that all stimulates your brain. This is like the highest form 
And since my kid had such a positive contact too, that's why I'm like, okay, teenagers, kids, everybody can and should be doing this. It's the only, it's the most stimulating, healthy, physically healthy and mentally healthy activity that you can do. Most activities these days aren't healthy or good for you. Um, you know, so this is one that's positive. Um, and you know, it's all about your intentions. People always like people that are about, you know, seeing, being scared. I don't know about ghosts or, you know, demons or anything. I'm sure if you got a Ouija board and you know, did a bunch of shit, you could contact demons if that was your intent. This is your, your intent is making contact with peaceful beings. You know what I'm saying? That's literally right. what I mean, peaceful ETs. So there's only been one time where I got scared and that's just because I was super fucking high. I took a dab and went out there and heard a noise. I heard something in the back. I was like, oh shit, I'm going inside. But I knew it wasn't fucking, you know, anything extraterrestrial. It's just me. But is, do you guys think that's the consensus though? Um, for the most part, don't be scared. Like for humans around the world that might it listen to be. this. It might not be, but it should. Like, but as of right now, as of right now, I do not think that there's a hostile um, threat. A hostile threat to we are the threat. And that's the society. Big plot. That's the plot yeah. in the movies and the movie Nope. Everything is that this whole time they were never the threat. Even Jeremy Corbell is you know so many people say that we shot we shoot down UFOs. We are the threat. We're the ones with nuclear weapons with all these weapons. There's you know to what I believe to be zero evidence of them ever hurt harming earth or a human i've never seen any evidence of it um uh there is evidence but the thing is look uh jordan and, and that that's, most that's... most of the time the evidence is that the person was in the wrong place at the wrong time and it was car, I've heard it was car. inadvertent yeah 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 and but, then look, look at the most famous, one of the most famous abduction cases outside of Betty and Barney Hill was Travis Walton, yeah. you know, and they say, they say that they brought him on the craft to save him. He believes that. But you watch the he, movie and the movies completely make it look yeah, like Yeah, yeah, because they Hollywoodized it. But that's he wasn't, the plot twist. The real plot twist in real life is that we are the, the killers. We're the primitive um, monkey-like fucking creatures with guns, nuclear weapons, and they're the host they're the fucking peaceful ones trying to get us to evolve and be smarter and be peaceful. <laughs> then if you believe this I agree. My- I, I agree completely. Um that we are um and and, and I do want to get um you know Ash, do you want to take off? Uh, okay, I, for, I I'm okay for a couple uh, minutes. That's cool. Here. So a couple of minutes is fine. All right, cool. Uh, you know, I think, and 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 I think uh, the correlation between nuclear weapons and the uptick in um, visitations from whatever they are uh, are definitely correlated. That and bodies of water. So I think that water and nuclear, like I think water is why they they're here. You know, to to. Um, use it as a resource for themselves as well. Um, but they're also here because they need to keep an eye on us because we reached a threshold. Once you, once you split the atom, I believe you send a signal or the, you know, the first time you explode one, I don't know what it, the actual thing is. Most, I, 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 I bet it's the, the splitting of the atom and then, you know, 
um, blowing it up that that signals the rest of the the let's call it for lack of a better term the Galactic Federation, um, and they 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 now know because they're peaceful and they just want to see the best for all um, you know species and they don't want to f- interfere too much because they want us to be able to you know fall they want well, us to be able to get back up. They want us to evolve as naturally as possible. Right. And so, in, in our, so I think they'll only interfere if necessary. Um, if, yeah, yeah, if, yeah. You know, if we throw a tantrum that we'll never come back from. Um, so, you know, I think that as of right now, uh, nothing to fear. I think people should sleep very, very comfortably knowing. Honestly, I sleep better knowing that they're there potentially to to help us and, and yeah, you know, to help yeah. us get through it's these hopeful, times. It's the most optimistic thing that, like, it's the most, optim- at least for myself, I can only imagine that it would be and should be for other people. It, it really is the most optimistic thing. You know, Christianity, everything, their whole fucking big wet dream is the end of the world, the apocalypse. This means that we don't have to fucking end the world, that we can keep evolving and get even smarter. And if you believe Bob Lazar, what he read in his briefing document was that they actually, like, some advanced ETs, actually created us while we were monkeys, fucking homo sapiens, whatever. Yeah. In here, genetically modified, sped up our DNA, and they've been helping us evolve. They literally created us, so they, of course they've been, they would help. Well, there's that them. other, there, yeah, there, there's the, the theory that, um, I believe this might be an ancient astronaut theory, uh, which, by the way, I'm not, I'm not an ancient aliens guy, but they yeah. are, they are on to something. I, yeah. I think that I think they Hollywoodize it a lot, but yeah, um, there's there some are, there's definitely some truth to it because uh, you know cosmicism is it cosmic cosmology cosmology, no. cosmology is like um, what are you talking about? Cosmology is like hair or or makeup, isn't it? That's cosmetology. Cosmetology. What's cosmology. the right? Instead of like the cosmos, I assume. No, the Russian, the Russian, um, that's cosmonauts. Yeah. Co- no, cosmonaut is someone who goes into the, a cosmonaut is an astronaut from Russia. Russia. There, yeah. There's a fundamental belief in Russia that we are from the stars and we are, our destiny is to go back. I think it's cosmism. Oh, shit. Right? That, yeah. That's their fundamental belief that, Life came to this earth from like an asteroid or something else and seeded our planet and our destiny is to return to the stars. That's the, that's the basis for the Russian uh, space, um, uh, uh, you know, because they know that they're so far behind us. Like if we wanted to be going to the moon, we'd be going to the moon. We have the capability. It's just we want to spend our money elsewhere. Um, and, 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 and further projects. Um, so we just hitch rides with them. Um, but nothing's to stop. Nothing's going to stop these billionaires from like the, the space is currently the, the new frontier. It's the wild West. We can't stop Elon Musk from going to Mars. And what's to happen when he gets there and he comes across a ruin of a civilization. I used to be a huge Elon fan, bro. I'm totally against him nowadays. His technology, the, the rockets are old, bro. It's like, it, 
whatever the ETs are using, anti-gravity, whatever, electromagnetic field propulsion. Yeah, well, we is, don't we don't readily is, have them yet, man. We don't, we don't. But the fact that it exists, free energy exists. Yeah, it pisses me that, off. It I'm pisses me off. But someone else is, and someone else can start. If if they don't, you know, we don't even have to create anything new. The government, you know, these private companies have so many of these reverse engineered crafts that we could have been going to other dimensions, and they probably are going to other places and dimensions. Who knows? Secretly, it makes no sense that we haven't been back to the moon since the fucking sixties, even with our rocket technology. You know what I'm saying? We well, they say that rocket. because um, we we talked to. Um... Uh, you know, we talked to to the people that run the, the 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 federation that runs the base on the moon, and they said, "Don't come back," you know, or try not to come back here. You know, go go other places. Um, wow. you know, and it was amongst the treaty. I don't know. There's some fucking far fetched theories about it, but um, and that's why we won't, you know, explore the dark side too too in depth they'll let us go in and take shit but um that that's about it but uh you know let, let's move past that we're going down the rabbit hole here um, the space aussie 2001 yeah but um uh final thoughts guys uh final thoughts uh i'm gonna ask you a final thoughts question it's how i end uh these shows final thoughts on this oh i just have my notes where'd it go i'm sorry uh, why don't you guys go um, start uh, start little pop tart? Uh, where can they find you on uh, social media? Mostly Instagram, double underscore little pop tart. I'm starting my YouTube channel. I'm starting to make YouTube, but um, I have I haven't got it underway yet. You know what I'm saying? I'm just in the very very beginning stages. I got my fucking equipment, which is not set up. But yeah, I'm starting. I'm I'm wanting to do YouTube and shit too. So mostly YouTube. I mean mostly uh, Instagram. Okay. What's the, the, you just search in Lil Pop Tart? Yeah, dub, double underscore Lil Pop Tart. All right. Um, your final thought question is um, Are or is society ready to admit, really, really ready to admit, not just pretend, right, that we are not alone in the universe? Would more people be open to it or do you think that more people would not be open to it i think that um it's it's not an overnight thing you know what i mean to where um maybe one i don't know what would happen if the president went out and said you know ufo aliens are real ufos are extraterrestrial origin whatever um but you know it's i don't think that it's anything new so um you know, people have had sightings and been making contact experiences with actual beings, not just UFOs, you know, so they can't say, you know, their, their excuse now is, oh, UFOs are real, but we can't fucking prove that they're extraterrestrial. Well, what about the fucking millions of cases of kids in Africa, kids in Australia, all these people, all these accounts of seeing actual beings and having contact with actual beings, um, you know, they're obviously piloted by somebody. Um, obviously, not all of them are from Earth. Um, obviously a lot of them are not from earth and um it's it's you know honestly i felt so stupid whenever i in the beginning of 2020 when the government i had to wait for the government to tell me ufos were real for me to believe it so how much of a sheep do you think i felt like oh the government's telling me something so i'm like what i didn't even think that they 
were telling the truth. I was like, well, that doesn't sound, they're probably fucking lying. It's probably not aliens. I said, but it's some new technology nonetheless. And I'm going to study the subject and learn about this technology because if there is alien technology and there's any proof of alien technology, I want to see this technology. That was my main interest. And whenever I first started making contact, I asked specifically for, I said, I want to be mind blown. I want your best technology. I want the max, 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 the maximum level you can give me, whatever the max is, I want that. And they did. They, they gave me the maximum. And I saw two or, you know, two that I can remember, actual physical crafts, actual physical technology that um, I'll, I'll remember my entire life. You know, so I think right, society's, right. Been, society's been ready, bro. It's the government and the governments around the world that aren't ready for themselves to be out of power. And the, whatever the 0.1% is that's controlling, um, that's been controlling this cover up and whatever. For so long it's right it's, right it's them it's the oil people or whatever whoever the fuck they're the only ones that don't want disclosure that is the point zero zero one percent okay uh, allegedly 99.9 percent .9 of the world would benefit from disclosure all right um let's keep these uh to about a minute um answers okay <laughs> no no offense i i no, didn't no. tell you i didn't tell you before i'm sorry um two hours it's so hard to uh uh, I go to put it in a podcast and I have to split it. Um, okay. Uh, Greg, uh, you know, tell us where they can find you on uh, all your platforms. So <clears throat> we're on all the social medias as Pursuit of the Paranormal or Pursuit of the Paranormal podcast. Um, or you can get us on linktree.com forward slash Pursuit of the Paranormal. That'll just take you to all of everything we've done everything we do merch store everything like that um that's probably the best place facebook's really good there's a few people on there that chat amongst amongst us we've got a podcast group as well for people to have a discussion um we're new on tiktok so check us out on tiktok as Dude, a 45 let, let, as a 45 year old man i've got no place on tiktok let's, but i'll hey i'll help you uh -huh. i'll collab cool. with you on it yeah, yeah. we could yes. we could do like a joint thing where we collab on each other, um, and it will be funny, right? So we're, we're learning a bit about TikTok, and we're all right. We're, we're getting, that's us. Your uh, your final thoughts question is: uh, The New York Times was the first time the wall came down in regards to UFOs, uh, and the government's you know it, you know continued involvement in studying them after a you know uh, a long stretch saying that they that they were. Right. Uh, and that was that December 16th, 2017 article, um, you know, uh, 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 Black Money and Aurora's that one uh, by Leslie Keene and uh, some others. Um, uh, but if we admit uh, I'm sorry, but if we admit these are real, what's the next? Uh, what's next for why can't I read this? What's what's next for disclosure? Because what's the next revelation? Because you know, if all these things, all these dominoes are falling, right? At we're at, at this point, it's not a fact. I mean, it's no longer a question whether these things are here. What's the next thing that we're gonna get? Is it the reverse engineering? Is it the like Bob Lazar vindication? Is it you know what's what's gonna come next? 
that they've been here longer than we have. I love your fucking answer, Greg. Yes. And that's all you have to say. That's a good final thought answer. With the aliens. Because you leave them and you're wanting so much more. Because just by that, we can have a whole episode on that. And and that gives us ideas for next episodes. Um, You're welcome. Ash, where can they find you, bud? Uh, well, my website is ufoidentified.co.uk. Uh, like I said at the start of the show, it's the biggest current day database of current day UFO sightings in the UK. Uh, we also have lots of articles, data reports, research articles. I run a community group. Uh, and we've also got a conference coming up in the UK. Last year, we had the biggest UFO conference in the UK. We've got this year's coming up in a couple of weeks. So you can follow that on there. All social media is generally just UFO identified on Instagram, Twitter, or the usual. And if you want to just reach out to me, it's just Ash Ellis on Facebook or Instagram as well. You don't have Twitter? Yes, Twitter as well. UFO identified uh, or identified UFO on Twitter. All right, uh, maybe Greg, send me his thing. Yeah, yeah, we will do. All right, and your uh, final thoughts question. Uh, I know this is uh, something we did already go over, but uh, just do it again. Um, with famous encounters like the Rendlesham Forest, which I know is in you know, your neck of the woods um, and all the credibility of the people involved. Is it safe to say there is a nuclear connection? Yes. Because the Rendlesham Forest, uh, whether they um, ever agreed to it or not, uh, we know that they were hiding, um, that they had hangers uh, and, and um, they were. Yeah, they people worked that worked there, like the. Yeah. So they, I've said the word nuclear. Yeah, they they we we know that they were housing nuclear weapons there. Yeah. It was the most strategic uh base in that area, you know, in that area um to to keep an eye on the uh what was it the who were they, they were keeping an eye on Russia? Russia. Yeah, it's Cold War yeah. time. It was a Cold yeah. War, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um all right guys, um my name is Ty. Um Guys, thank you so much for doing this. Um, let's please, um, you know, let's do it again very, very soon. Um, stick after the uh, the the end credits. And uh, 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 Ash, you don't necessarily have to, but uh, Greg, if you can, to represent your show, uh, that way we can kind of talk some details uh, for five minutes. Cool. Um, but all right, guys, my name's Ty. Keep your eyes in the sky. And don't forget, We are, I promise you, we are not alone, and it's time that we all wake up.